Songe Somapete on SAFM. And in keeping with the context of gender-based violence, the scourge of GBV is a national problem which is deeply rooted in a patriarchal system that manifests through multiple socio-economic and cultural behavioral patterns, such as high levels of inequality, poverty, racism, unequal gender power relations, hostile gender relations, and intolerance to gender diversity. To find tangible solutions and defeat what has been declared the second pandemic for our country, the Minister of Social Development will, in collaboration with the National Shelter Movement of South Africa, host the third national shelter in Daba on the dates 21 and 22 November. In other words, we are halfway through there. To talk to us more about this is Mr. Butikulwane, Deputy Director for Social Welfare and Victim Empowerment and Prevention in the National Department of Social Development. Plegas, good evening. Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to SAFM. Thank you for having me. Good evening. Yeah, share with us, please, how day one went of this third national shelter in Daba in terms of the issues discussed and what were some of the revelations from day one's plenaries. All right. Yeah, no, thank you. Um, I I would say day day one went very well. In fact, uh, somehow this being the third um, um, third, um, uh, uh, in Daba, we found ourselves really somehow you know, uh, working uh, very, very closely together with, uh, you know, our civil society partners. Um, I, I would say it really ended, you know, very, very well. Um, everyone was excited, you know, with, uh, you know, what came up. I think we seem to be finding, you know, uh, one another, that is each other, uh, government and civil society. And, yeah, I think the objective was achieved. Um, I'm not sure, should I really share what? Um, you know, uh, the topics that uh, were discussed today. Um, be appropriate, absolutely, so that you can contextualize okay. the conversation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I mean, as we know, um, shelters, shelters, uh, these are shelters for victims of uh, gender based violence uh, mainly. And, uh, um, well, victims of GBV, um, you know, challenges that they face in their homes and uh, shelters happen to be, you know, the places of refuge uh, to which they have to run to, you know, uh, in order to uh, escape, you know, uh, um, um, uh, a violence at home. Yeah, we, we had, uh, you know, Miss um, Ms. Uh, Ms. Kimzile who spoke about, uh, well, um, she, I think I would say she mentioned uh, this being, you know, a second pandemic, as she just mentioned. Uh, it means we really have to put effort, you know, in fighting it, uh, the same effort that uh, was put in fighting yeah, the COVID pandemic. And uh, um, we also had uh, Dr. Zubeda Dango, who uh, 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 delivered, you know, a message of solidarity to the people of Palestine. And, uh, yeah, then from there we, we, we had uh, a gentleman from Uber. In fact, there's a partnership between uh, Uber and uh, Nisa, that is uh, one of the shelters uh, here in Gauteng, and also the National Shelter Movement. Um, a partnership which dates back to, uh, you know, the, the, the era of uh, the... the the pandemic, that is COVID pandemic, you know, when there was uh, an escalation of uh, GBV cases and uh, for the, the 
victims to reach shelters. Uh, you know, Uber came on board and assisted, you know, to get victims into shelters. And uh, we really appreciate that. And, yeah, because that was a success, uh, they are now looking into, you know, uh, uh, extend, uh, continue with the partnership. And, uh, yeah, Minister did give a keynote address. Um, I would say from her keynote address, uh, I, I think what I really singled out is the need for, you know, private sector involvement, private sector to come on board, you know, in the fight against TBV, that is gender-based violence and femicide. And, uh, yeah, we we also had a gentleman from the Shelter Shelter Suite SA Foundation um, spoke about, you know, ABC which is asset-based community development. This is an, a company that uh, manufactures, uh, you know, shelter bags um, to be used by homeless people and, yeah, to keep them, you know, from, you know, getting cold. And somehow it seems to be doing well. And uh, the people that are involved, you know, um, I think the, one can say, you know, we're survivors of gender-based violence. Uh, these are the people that manufacture the suits. And uh, we also had panels, um, you know, three panels. One panel was focusing on firearms and, and uh, domestic violence. And another one, um, the gaps that are existing, you know, in shelter services provision. And the third one was um, what's going well in uh, shelter services. In fact, the one on uh, what's going well in shelter services has really highlighted uh, you know that uh, shelters are very, very uh, effective. You know in 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 dealing with uh, in in addressing the problem of gender-based violence. And I mean, having being the last, you know, of the uh, 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 panels, you know, before we broke uh, off uh, today, um, you know, uh, everyone was in smile and there was so much excitement. And somehow, I think people are really looking forward. Uh, to the next day, and um, there's so such enthusiasm that uh, from here you can see that people are going back, you know, uh, with excitement uh, to really work hard and uh, fight gender-based violence back in their home. Yeah, that uh, would be the conversation. Yeah. Let's talk about presumably what would have occupied front and center in terms of the theme of the day, among other things, which would be how do we end this? And I suppose I'm going to ask that question in the context of how do we ensure there is sufficient participation in the economy of young girls and women by extension, participation and access to education and access to healthcare facilities. We've just had a conversation in terms of access to basic healthcare services. If people generally in society, but women especially in the context of what we're talking about, had access to employment, had access to work, had access to financial independence to the extent possible, access to education, the kind of independence that comes with education and at least assumably the facility to make good decisions and progressive decisions and access to health care, bodily integrity and to be able to participate meaningfully in other spaces of development including but not limited to education and economic participation. That conversation is how you solve the issue among, in part anyway, of gender-based violence. Sure. To what extent has that part of the conversation from a solutions perspective or really going to where the wound is being addressed in today's conversations or will be addressed in tomorrow's conversations so that it can be a structural reform in society that lends itself then 
to ultimately getting rid of GBV as we know it? Okay. Yeah, in fact, uh, interesting, um, in her address, uh, a keynote address, Minister um, started off by mentioning the fact that, uh, you know, the uh, family's policy um, is, uh, I mean, the submission was submitted uh, to cabinet, uh, meaning, you know, p- policy on, you know, families in South Africa um, I could say, um, you know, challenges are obviously within families, you know, the child upbringing and, uh, you know, relationships between members of families. Uh, you know, they happen to be, you know, some of those challenges that lead to, you know, people becoming vulnerable or maybe perpetrators, you know, of violence, including gender-based violence. So, uh, surely uh, improvement of, you know, family uh, uh, life would in, uh, assist. And at the same time, um, like as I mentioned, the minister's request to see private sector also coming on board, you know, to assist with, uh, you know, um, provision, you know, of the required resources, you know, to fight, you know, GBV and all other social ills. But at the same time, we are also looking into ensuring that, uh, you know, government departments, civil society, that is all stakeholders, you know, really come together and we work as a collective. As I'm sure you've heard, you know, people complaining about, uh, you know, silo type of working uh, relationships between uh, uh, stakeholders. But I think I, I would say, yes, um, it is only if, you know, uh, everyone in government and civil society coming together and everyone really putting their own effort to ensure that, you know, whatever is required is achieved. And that includes your health department, uh, uh, Department of Basic Education, uh, Department of uh, Higher Learning, and, yeah, every, everyone else, and including, you know, law enforcement and also prosecution. Um, and surely, um, if everyone does what they are supposed to do in line with their constitution and legislation, we will certainly achieve, you know, you know, the, the, uh, the goals of this country. Let's yeah. talk about the National Shelter Movement, and I know you're not a member of the National National Shelter Movement of South Africa itself, but the value of shelters in society, and I think South Africa has proven that it can get people in shelters, it can get the entire country, in fact, in shelters. We proved that when the president announced the hard lockdown. What that tells me in the context of this conversation is vulnerable people can be looked after in a space that is more accommodating than the space that creates the vulnerability, for instance, the homes from which they come. And for instance, you could take care of homelessness, you could take care of destitution through effective distribution of shelters, as we have seen South Africa has the capacity to do so. I'm saying that as well, mindful of the fact that there are so many public buildings owned or administered by the government through the public works department that could therefore be actively used to shelter and not just shelter for accommodation's sake but then become spaces of social development where such things as was discussed earlier today and shall be discussed presumably tomorrow engage developmental aspects access to a shelter becomes for half of the day an education facility for the other half of the day it becomes a space for sport and recreation or a space for access to basic health care and 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 including it depending on the nature of the public works property that it is become a space for subsistence agricultural activity in other words 
if we have a footprint of our public spaces for the purposes of enlarging the approach and appeal of the national shelter movement in partnership with yourselves among other government spaces and entities this doesn't really require too much work but rather dedication and creativity stroke innovation here and there to really make an almost immediate impact and alleviate the pressures that we're talking about how, how, how odd does what i say sound to you oh yes i well it sounds like uh, you were with us you know in in today's uh, uh, session but yes um the department of public works uh, i think uh, former minister Delille did announce uh, that uh, you know uh, the unoccupied buildings of the department um, some would be, um, you know, uh, given to the Department of Social Development for us uh, to be able to, uh, you know, establish, uh, you know, more shelters. Um, but I mean, I don't think we would really. This, this is what we want, you know, to provide care and shelters. We have to really prevent gender-based violence. But I mean, um, we we just have no choice, you know, with the escalation of uh, gender-based violence. And, uh, and femicide, and we really find ourselves having to respond in this way. But anyway, um, these buildings are available, and uh, we are uh, visiting a few. In fact, there's already a few that have been uh, refurbished and have now been turned into shelters. I'm not sure. I can't. I'm not sure to be able to give you the exact number uh, that we've already converted and are now running as shelters, but. Uh, it's quite a, you know a reasonable number, and a few will also be uh, launched you know during the 16 days of activism. I've heard of one is I mean some in, in the Northern Cape, yeah, yes. So, but yes, um, prevention would certainly um, take us somewhere. Uh, for now, yes, uh, it is sheltering uh, being a solution. Uh, but I mean, it's like if we really put more effort into prevention, like as I mentioned. You know your uh, the the the, the uh, families the pol pol uh, policy on families. Uh, you know improving uh, to prevent. You know like improvement of parenting and you know um, young people. Um, uh, that is uh, you know also addressing issues around substance abuse and yeah relationships between parents, children, between adults and like it would like improve. I mean social development. Ours is to develop society and how do you develop society? Make sure that you know individuals are really being taken care of within families, within communities and also you know society. So I think uh, yeah that's, that's what you would like to see. But yes, um currently we do have these uh, you know buildings and uh, we are turning them into shelters. And yeah, the National Shelter Movement came on board. And um, I think what they are doing is uh, to ensure that quality, the quality of service, you know, within shelters is of good quality because then we have to make sure that we don't like compromise quality and, you know, as the constitution requires that, you know, recipients of whatever government services or when civil society services are high quality. In fact, we are also working on the Victim Support Services Bill to ensure that, uh, you know, the provision of services is regulated, uh, provision of services to victims of uh, violence, you know, it's regulated and uh, it should be high quality services uh, that is uh, that uh, the people receive 
from every provider of services, that is psychosocial services, and including law enforcement and prosecution as well, uh, as opposed to, in fact, what I, I would say, you know, a way of sort of talk about in this. I have to catch this conversation there, my brother. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you, you're getting like a steam engine. You're starting to warm up now. Unfortunately, I simply don't have the time. For, so mine for now is yeah. to simply wish you well for the 22nd, mm-hmm. which is tomorrow for the balance of this third yeah. national shelter in Dubai. And I wish you well for the work that you do. Of course, it's okay. an arduous climb, but somebody has got to do it and it falls to you. And, and thank you for being on the platform. I do appreciate it all. Thank you. No, thanks very much, Sanjay. Good night. Thank you. Indeed, good night to you, Mr. Buti Deputy Director in the National Department of Social Development, specifically focusing on social welfare, victim empowerment, and prevention.